Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part five, the exciting conclusion of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And now enjoy the exciting conclusion of the podcast. This fight is great between... Chuck Norris and Richard Norton. Great and there's fight. a couple of couple of fucking moves where I thought that his eyes were going to get fucking gouged out with the sigh. It almost like, did. It almost did. Like apparently Fight Stars magazine ranks this fight number 13 of all-time greatest 25 movie fights. Like this is a good fight. It's a This is and that's I think the issue with me with the film is it kind of drags a little bit at the beginning, but once this gets going, and let's just be honest, the costumes are superb. Like, Chuck looks great because he's kind of, like, wearing that almost like a catsuit spy fucking yep. <laughs> shit. And Richard Norton looks great. He looks like some sort of wizard's protector, like <laughs> some sort of guard for some Arabian wizard from the 14th century or some shit. Like, it's good. It looks cool, man. He does that hissing noise, which is from his Goju Ryu karate. He used that yeah, as Kyo's yeah. voice. They rehearsed this at, at Chuck's house for like a month before they filmed it, putting Dude, all the moves together Chuck, and stuff. Chuck has got the katana. Richard Norton has got the side. There's a scene where Chuck goes on his back. Richard Norton drives both sides straight down at his face. Yep. Chuck uses the sword to stop the size, and he's pushing down. Dude, it looks like he's going to fucking stab him through both eyes. Like, the... It, when a film gives you anxiety, that's fucking awesome. Because I've seen a million films, and I was just like, fuck, that looks really close to somebody dying here. It was close, and apparently they did that scene a couple of times. And when Norton stabs down and Chuck blocks it with the sword, there was one take where Chuck missed the block. Holy. And Norton came down and went, Pum! and stopped the sigh like an inch from Chuck's eyeballs. And apparently Chuck at that time had you know, the Chuck Norris Karate Academy or something in Los Angeles. Yes. And Richard Norton stopped the sigh, like, right above his eyeballs and said, hey, how does the Richard Norton Karate Academy sound? <laughs> yeah. And Chuck was like, yeah, pretty that, good, pretty good. Uh. <laughs> that is awesome. There's a there's a move where he does a couple of kicks and knocks Richard Norton back, and just as he's falling backwards, Chuck does... Like a wheel like kick? A, uh, like a wheel kick. Yeah. And it looks... 
dude, that looks like it connected. That yeah. looks like he like the other kicks look pretty good, but that third kick, yeah. I'm like, fuck, I think I think he hit him. Like I think he fucking hit him. Yeah, the 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 angle was perfect and Chuck's throwing was perfect. Really good. Yeah. And Norton sold it really well. He sold it well. Like like when I'm watching a film and I'm when I'm watching a martial arts film and I think somebody actually got hit, like that's that's like a real high point for me. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. that's great. Well, speaking of really getting kicks, hit, Chuck yeah. sidekicks Richard Norton into the fire here. Yeah, man. And that's a real kick on really Richard Norton into real fire. And through the real fucking wooden building behind him? Yep. That was Richard Norton. When Kyle comes back out on fire, that's a stuntman. That's, that's not Richard Norton. That's, that's a stuntman a, because he's he looks like he's wearing a bomb oh, unit suit. Yeah, like he's wearing big. like a way bigger he's, flame suit. Yeah, he's like twice the fucking size. Yeah. Which, you know, was cool. It Maybe still worked. It worked really well. because... The, the kick is the thing that really worked for me, right? Yeah. Like, when he kicked him and he went into the fire and through the wall, I thought it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> don't know if they needed the burn, because that kind of took me out of the movie a bit, because he did look like from, like, a bomb fucking squad yeah. uh, uniform. But anyway, it was it was good. Hats off to Richard Norton, because that's a wrap for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fight scene was really good there. Like, I really enjoyed that fight scene. Like that a lot. And then we get the final scene here with... Tadashi Yamashita and Chuck Norris fighting a couple ninjas and the the mercenaries rebel here and start fighting the ninjas. Yeah. And uh, Chuck and Tadashi are getting ready to throw down. I like these two two guys pick the ninja up and just chuck him over the fucking side. Kind of awesome. Yeah. Good little fight scene here with Chuck with the sword and Tadashi with the Kama. It's it's not bad. Like, when they do... uh, They do a couple of close-ups that... You know, you don't quite see what's going on. But anytime they do the two shots yep. where you can see both of them, their footwork is exceptional. Like their footwork, yes. especially, you know me, I can only say white names. Uh, <laughs> Tagashi. <laughs> I, I really try. Just call him Black Star Ninja. Black Star, yeah, okay. Black Star Ninja's got the comma. His footwork is exceptional. Like Chuck's moving in with the sword and, you know, Chuck's probably not nearly as comfortable with the sword. But the footwork, as he's moving backward with the comma, it's yeah. fucking great. Like, yeah. just watching his feet is amazing. He's really good. And y- you can tell that these are guys that know what they're doing. Like, they're not yeah. they're not off balance when they're moving. Like, I hate it when you see people, like, run and punch or throw punches and they're all off balance and shit. Like, yeah. Chuck, Tadashi, Richard Norton, they're never off balance when... Well, I shouldn't say never, but yeah. they're very on balance for the most part. And their footwork is great. Well, do you remember we were watching uh, Tony Jaa? In Ong Bak. Yeah. And he would do these crazy kicks, but he would always return to a solid fighting stance. Yes. He might jump up in the air and spin his nuts around and <laughs> kick a guy back and forth a bunch of times, but he'd always come down solid. Like, he'd yeah. always come down solid, and that's what I, yeah, I, again, I appreciate it as well, when they've got good, like a good stance, like a good balance. Yeah, for sure. And then we get the final little showdown here. Between Chuck and Tadashi, there's a bit of carnage, and um, apparently, what they said was, at the end of the movie, they were going to have to take this whole compound down, right? Yes. And they said, "Well, why don't we have this big explosion at the end and have the, the people blow up the compound?" And they were like, "Fuck, we don't have the budget for that. Like, that's a goddamn huge explosion. We can't do that." And then the director looked at the budget to have union carpenters take everything down and ship it away. 
Yeah. And he was like, fuck, it's cheaper to blow the shit up. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, oh, that's fucking awesome. So they blew that it up. Amazing. <laughs> so what you see is an, the compound actually being blown up. <laughs> blown up and burnt. That's, yep. that's cool. It's actually cheaper <laughs> to blow it up than to hire the union carpenters <laughs> to take it down piece by piece. And uh, Carol Bagdasarian here as Aura great. looks great shooting the machine gun off. She looks like fucking Arnold with the M60 at the end. Pop, 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 pop. Right? Yeah. She looks great. I, I literally I literally think that's her throwing a fucking Molotov yeah. into the building before it explodes. It looks like, it doesn't look like a stunt double. It's like her running up and fucking throwing a Molotov. No, that's her left hand and left hand underhanding a Molotov and then the yeah. building exploding. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Just like, well, throw it and get the fuck out of the way, honey. <laughs> throw <laughs> it and duck, sweetheart, because <laughs> yeah, some heat's yeah, coming. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. We were filming We were filming some stuff with uh, pro wrestling. And, uh, you know, as a child, I did some bad things and maybe threw a few Molotovs here and there. You know, just <laughs> fucking around. Like, not at any anybody. No. Just... Um, and the the producer was like, uh, so if, if he lights the Molotov, when he throws it, he, he's like, is there a chance that it could explode in his hand? And I was like, oh, there's a chance, but, you know, like. <laughs> a chance, like, yes. Oh, he's like, well, we're not going to do it then. I said. I said, I'll throw the Molotov then. You know, I'll just throw it. I'll throw the Molotov from off camera and everybody else can stand back. I, he was like, really? I was like, yeah. Uh, as a kid in the 80s, you know, <laughs> I made a lot of ninja stars, threw a couple Molotovs. Yeah. You know, like, that's it is what, what I love is. about these films. Like, is it you know, possible everything... to blow up in my hand? <laughs> yes. Is it probable? Yes. No. No, no. <laughs> I've, I've, I've done this before. Don't even worry about it there. Gauge son. your risk. Gauge your risk. <laughs> yeah. I like the little fight here where Chuck does the Captain Kirk flip on Tadashi when he's uh, locked up. I enjoyed that. That was kind of cool. Anytime I get to see a Captain Kirk flip, I'm happy. They're doing some really cool stuff where they're backlit and it's golden hour. I think it's golden hour. Like the sun's going down and they're silhouettes, but they're not quite silhouettes. And it looks really good. You know, anytime you get those shots when the lighting is just perfect, it's great. Even Enter the Ninja had some of those shots that were amazing. It did. Yeah. And then we get the end here where Tadashi comes out from behind Chuck and you think that he stabs him with the comma, but Chuck had his sword backwards and skatabity and stabs him and that's a wrap. Yeah. He... And then we get the director's brother against the light again. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Cut to not Chuck. And it's a quick ending. It's a quick out. Like Chuck kills Sakura, his brother. Bam. End. Credits. It's like we're out immediately. Yeah, it's a little it's a little unsatisfying a little yeah, and abrupt. He goes through this whole film like, I'm going to kill my own brother. Like, just kind of whispering yeah. throughout the entire film. And then when he finally does, it's like, stab, credits. And you're like, whoa, whoa. Just like, remember the end of the Evil Dead? <laughs> like, the first one? <laughs> it's just like, whoa, Jesus, that was abrupt. But here we are. Here we are. That's a wrap. All right, man, let's roll through the categories. Yeah, man. Um, music soundtrack and foley for this what do you think uh i'm going right down the middle i'm gonna give it two and a half fists out of five i don't think that anything was offensive other than the uh the voiceover the inner monologue uh, yeah really took me out of the really took me out of the movie so i'm just gonna have to take it down to right in the middle 50 percent, 2.5 fists out of five for soundtrack and foley Cool. I'm going to go three-fifths out of five for it. There was some innovative stuff. There was some cool stuff coming out of the 70s. The soundtrack, I didn't mind at all. The sound 
the the guy that did the sound and I, I forget his name I, I apologize but he was doing some cool innovative stuff he would like hit a, a big long pipe and make that boom yeah like there's some weird noises in there that he mixed in with the the score so I, I appreciate that kind of trying to go outside your your lane a little bit so I'll, I'll do three fifths out of five for music and soundtrack and foley there uh, what about acting acting's always tough to do when you're talking about Chuck Norris yeah so I'm going to rank it based on Chuck's other work and I'll give I'll give this uh 3 fifths out of 5 for acting. I I don't think that there's anything that's outstandingly good and I don't think there's anything that's bad that really took me out of the movie because of the acting. When you've got a character like Chuck Norris who's very stoic and you put in Lee Van Cleef who is also very stoic you have a lot of stilted conversations man yeah you basically have a two shot of two guys facing each other dropping very monotone badass lines that really only work if it's relative to another person so i'll i'll just go with that the acting's not bad but there's no real great moment for acting in this film either no, no, I don't think so. Like my, I'm going to go three and a half fifths out of five, but it's kind of the same stuff, right? Like, I think everybody did a decent job. I think the script, the script was a little bit, a little bit strained at times. I don't think the actors had a lot to work with in certain scenes. So I'll, I'll cut them a little bit of slack there. But I, you know, I think, I think Justine, Karen Carlson did well. Lee Van Cleef was yeah. all right. Art Hindle did a good job. I think Carol Bagdasarian as Aura did a great job. You know, I, I think everybody was okay. So, again, nothing stood out as like, holy fuck, that's really good. Yeah. But, again, nothing was offensive at all. So, it's it's above average for me. I'll do I'll do three and a half fists out of five for acting. Do you... Um, what about martial arts? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, do you remember Code of Silence when yep. Chuck is staring at Craigie, played by Ralph Foody there? He's yep. giving him a glare, and they just do a long shot of Chuck slowly walking down the hallway of the apartment building and he gets to the door at the end of the hallway and he stops and he looks back at Craigie for a beat and then looks ahead and walks through the door. Like that's Chuck Norris's fantastic acting. And I'm not even being smart or sarcastic. Like I'm being a hundred percent serious. Like when he does that type of stuff, cause you get fucking chills, man. Like you get, you get, legit chills and i like when the script understands that and puts that together and i i i think that his acting was pretty good when he's sitting there talking having a conversation with the ladies you know i think that was pretty good but i think i think yep. the film was lacking a little bit from from giving him those really cool fucking chuck norris moments yeah no i think so too what about martial arts martial arts there's not a lot of martial arts in this, but I will go four fists out of five just for mostly our, our three martial artists in the film. I thought they all did a really good job. I really, really liked how they made the ninjas act like ninjas and not like scream when they're hiding out of a tree. Rawr! And yeah. jump out of the tree yes, and announce exactly. their presence. I really, really appreciated how they tied in the fact that these guys are assassins, they're hiding, they're popping at a brush, they're popping at a water, 
and they're really giving uh, Chuck Norris an opportunity to uh, showcase his skills. And then we got two really good fights uh, with Black Star Ninja and Richard Norton. So I'm going to go four fists out of five for martial arts. I wish there was a lot more martial arts in this film because I really think that the front two thirds of the film suffers for the, the 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 lack of action. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. I would go. I'm going to go three and a half fists out of five for martial arts. I like them. I like the fights that we do get, but I do wish there was more of it in the front end of the film. I liked the fight with Richard Norton and Chuck Norris between Kaio and, and uh, Scott James. The Tadashi Yamashita fight was pretty good. I enjoyed that one. I, I think I would have liked to have seen it done a little bit better, but it's okay. It's decent. I, I don't mind it at all. The ninja fighting throughout was pretty decent. I, again, I do appreciate the not ah, jumping at the trees and making noises and shit. Yeah, the the thought that went into that was good. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna go three and a half fists out of five for martial arts. Uh, would you, would you put Sammo Hung in this anywhere? I I completely would. Yes, I would put Sammo Hung in as one of. So if we have Black Star Ninja Richard Norton, I would add Sammo Hung as another baddie, and I would use him twice. I would use him once when everybody showed up at the compound yep. and maybe some guys were talking some shit. They were like, hey, man, like, fuck this. Sammo Hung would go out and do a demonstration where he would straight kick the ever-loving <laughs> shit out of, like, five or six guys. So we'd have a really, really good fight scene. And then I would use that to establish Sammo Hung's just dominance, right? So yep. I'd have him, like, really, really, really be tough. And then in the second act, I would use him as a fight with Chuck Norris. Nice. And so first act, I'd have him beat the ass out of, you know, a bunch of guys. Second act, I'd have him kind of like as a mini boss where he has to fight Chuck. And that would be a fucking awesome fight. Nice. Um, midway through the film and kind of save the lack of action. That's where I'd save put him. I like that. That's nice. Where would you put him? I would, I would replace Art Hindle as AJ and make... Samuel Hung, AJ. Oh, and, fuck. I like that even better. Because that way, like, they're supposed to be both martial artists, Chuck and AJ. That's how they know each other. They're training, right? And you could have yeah. them training together and sparring together. And when they get on each other's nerves and get pissy with each other, they could have a little scrap. Yeah. Which would set up the fact that they could fight. And then when, when Art leaves to go break into the compound, you can have him fight some fucking ninjas and take a couple of guys out instead of immediately getting captured. Yeah. Right? And like you said earlier, have him get part of the way through the octagon before he gets killed or captured. Yeah, that actually, you know what? Like, the the opening, like, wouldn't it be a really cool fucking cold open if you open on the fucking cage and there's a guy in the cage, like, going, hey, what's going on? What's going on? Why am I here? And the fucking cage opens and he's running through the octagon. Yeah. And then, like, ninjas pop up and kill him. Like, that'd be a good opening shot. And then just, like... He's floating face down in the water and the blood drips out. And, it's like and the, the audience octagon. is like, what the You're fuck like, is going on? What is that guy? Yeah, what just what happened? Fuck? What is this? Some sort of fucking running man game in the octagonal goddamn ninja <laughs> right? arena? Yeah, that would that would have been a great way to fucking like on the reboot. Like that would be that would be a great opener. I'd like to do that. Where would you would you put William hung in this to fuck it up? Um, yeah, I I. I guess, I mean, if I was really going to try to fuck this movie up, uh, I put William Hung as the fucking rich woman in the fur coat with the broke down car. Um, it's just like, 
having some uh, kind of trouble there. Yes, I already did my best. I have no regrets. I put this Jaguar in the fucking ditch. I have no formal training in mechanic whatsoever. All right. Stop by my house for a drink sometime. You know, oh, like, I stole your keys. I stole your keys. Um, yeah, I'd put William Hung to fuck this movie up there. I'd probably put him there. Where would you Where would you put him if you weren't going to fuck oh, this over? I'd put him in the in the Gerald Okamura part. So that he oh, could show that, fuck, yeah. show show that French dude how to kill the girl. Yeah, actually, now that you mentioned it, like there, there's a there's a guy that I think was a little underused is Gerald Okamura because yeah. you know he's such a he's such a guy that 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 has such an amazing screen presence, mm-hmm. and I think yeah he was probably underutilized in this film. He he, yeah. he could have had you know a more significant role. I think so too. Yeah, he could have popped up somewhere and done something cool because he's good, man. Like he's no joke either. Yeah. So, um, anybody in the movie you'd buy a beer? Um, well, I don't know who he is, but the stuntman that got his fucking skull cracked open definitely deserves a beer. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's but a couple honestly, of beers I'd, in this movie. I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd buy uh, I'd buy Richard Norton the beer in this film. Um, yeah. Because I think he brought. I think he brought a little bit of fun to the film. Like I love watching Chuck, but I think Chuck, I think Chuck looked really good because of his final fight with Richard Norton. Yes. Uh, so I'd buy Richard Norton the beer in this film. Nice. Yeah. I, I'd, I would buy him a beer. The guy that got his skull cracked a beer, the guy that almost fucking drown a beer. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. The guy that almost fucking drowned. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. There's a few beers to go around for this one. There's a few yeah. people that get there's some, a dude, there's a dude, beers. the guy, who, the guy that got the sidekick from Chuck while he's wearing his <laughs> fucking platform cowboy boots and then went through the goddamn garden doors. Like, I don't yeah, give, there's... I don't give a shit. Like if <laughs> that fucking hard, that hard fucking engineered wood that makes up the heel of a cowboy boot. Oh. Like imagine Chuck Norris putting that, Tiny, through tiny your sternum, fucking vintage through your goddamn right in the solar plexus. Yeah, yeah. Fuck all that. Beers all around. Awesome, dude. Well, that is a wrap on 1980s The Octagon. Lots of fun, man. Coming Lots up next week, we are jumping back into the world of Bruce Lee. We are wrap. I think that we're wrapping up Bruce Lee's yes. movies with this one, dude. This is uh the last uh, no, one. We, we haven't doing done Chinese connection. We haven't done the first one. We haven't done Fist of Fury or The Big Boss, however you want to. Oh, The Big Boss, that's it. right. We haven't yeah. done that yet. Yeah, we got to do that one yeah. next. So, yeah, Second we're not wrapping last. it up. Said the penultimate Bruce Lee movie yes. in Chinese Connection, 1972. So, I'm pretty excited, dude. I haven't We haven't done a Bruce Lee in a little while, so I'm excited to go back. This one's got some really good fights, but it's also got some cheese, son. So, yeah, looking forward to it, man. Yep, can't wait. So that's coming up next week. Chinese Connection on You Have Offended This Podcast.